centuries of thy word giveth light, it giveth understanding unto the simple. Welcome to the Bishop Francis podcast. Bishop Francis is the pastor of the Catch the Anointing Center, Lily of the Valley Cathedral, Teshu, Laskana. May you experience a supernatural encounter and be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching, insightful revelations, and down-to-earth teaching by the servant of the Lord, Bishop Francis Philip Asamoah. This message will revive, restore, and refresh as you receive God's word through Bishop Francis. Please do not forget to subscribe to his podcast channel to receive new messages. God bless you and enjoy the message. Without a blessing, you can't go very far. Amen. At least for us Christians, we don't. We are not so. Um, we are not looking at how the world does it. We are looking at how we Christians do it. Amen. So the word I'm looking for is concern. We are not so concerned about how the world goes about their thing. But we are concerned about how we are supposed to do our thing. How many would love to be blessed? Give me a wave if you want to be blessed. All right. Everybody here wants to be blessed. Hallelujah. I want to tell you that a blessing is something that is very, very important to all of us. And I just want to read a few scriptures um, to help us lay a foundation for what I'm coming to talk about. Now, in Proverbs chapter 20, chapter 10, verse 26, 22, sorry. The Bible says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and addeth no sorrow to it. Amen. So, in the first service, I was telling them that, you know, just last week, one of our members was sharing a testimony. And in this testimony, he was saying that, this lady was saying that she is blessed that in spite of uh, what dollar that has gone up, uh, petrol price that has gone up and all that, throughout the year, every week, she will go to Accra to buy goods and come and put in a every week. And to the extent that even her family members are wondering, hey, because it's like we are, we are praying that they will fix the country. But as we are saying fix the country, as for you, you keep going and coming every week. Hallelujah. I'm sure even this week you will also go. <laughs> are you here with me? Amen. Amen. All right. And when this lady was sharing this testimony, she was saying that it's because she's blessed. You see, it's a blessing that in the midst of an environment where things are not so easy. Some way, somehow, things are moving for you. Hallelujah. She also said that there's a store owner, you know. Now, as I'm talking, the lady is, is here right now. I've just, I've just not mentioned the lady. You know, there's a store opposite her store. And the, the lady is spreading news that she's using juju. She's using some uh, other powers to sell the goods. Amen. You get it. And I remember even one day, this lady who says that this one sells juju, he had gone to get some juju and come to put it in front of this, my church member's shop. Amen. But in spite of all that, she's still blessed. And people are still buying. In fact, her customers will come and tell her what the other person is even saying. Are you there with me? So you see that it's just the manifestation of a blessing that no matter the negative environment, because the person is blessed, the person is just moving on 
and doing well. Hallelujah. You know, and even in the first service, I said that. When you go there, if you look at the other shops, there are nicer shops. No, no, there are nicer shops. Shops with more things. Shops that when you look, I mean, when you look at the arrangements, you say, wow. But in spite of all that, the one who is blessed, the one who is blessed. So that's why we say that the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and it addeth no sorrow to it. Hallelujah. So that is why you and I should labor to be blessed. So my prayer today is that as you listen to me, may you be blessed. May you be blessed. May you be blessed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you there? Now, the other thing I want to tell you whilst we look at some more scriptures is that you also discover or like what I want to say is that you need to understand that when you take a curse and you take a blessing, a blessing is far stronger than a curse. Amen. You see, where we come from, we respect curses more than we respect blessings. We fear curses more than we fear blessings. Hallelujah. You understand what I'm saying? But I want to tell you today, and I hope it sinks in very deep, that a blessing is far stronger than a curse. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor, I want to tell you something. If you believe it, it will help you. If you don't believe it, as for me, it won't affect me. It will affect you. What I want to tell you, tell your neighbor, what I want to tell you is this. A blessing is far stronger than a curse. Somebody clap for Jesus. Ask your neighbor, neighbor, why do you think Jesus said, bless those who curse you? Is that not what Jesus said? That when somebody throws a curse at you, don't bother to throw a curse back. Throw back a blessing. Because a blessing is actually far stronger than a curse. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Yes. Now, because we've respected curses so much, and rightly so, we've also not really received uh, what the benefit of a blessing are you here with me yeah we've not really received that okay so I'm just laying the foundation for this new series I'm preaching from this book labor to be blessed hallelujah alright we also want to read a few other scriptures let's go to Genesis 32 and verse 26 Genesis 32:26 Genesis 32:26 The Bible says And he said let me go for the day breaketh And he said I will not let thee go except thou bless me Wow Are you there Except you bless me I will not let you go Jacob I spoke about blessing. I don't know whether it was a prayer topic or something just a few weeks back. And we spoke about Jacob. When he got blessed, everything about him changed. Hallelujah. When he got blessed, everything about him changed. So, you need to understand that Jacob is somebody who understood what it meant to be blessed. 
He understood it so well that he even uh, sort of bypassed his brother. He bypassed his brother to receive the blessing of the firstborn from Isaac. Are you there with me? So when he saw how far the blessing of Isaac had brought him, now he's wrestling with God. They said, God, you too, you've come. All right, till you give me a blessing, there's no way I will let you go. Because he understood that a blessing will make a difference in his life. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you that it's a blessing that will make a difference in your life. Hallelujah. Lift up your right and say, a blessing will make a difference in my life. So today, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask you for a blessing. Lord, please bless me today. Lord, please bless me today. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Are you still there? In Genesis chapter 12, verse 2, the Bible says, I will make you a great nation and bless you. Here God was talking to Abraham. I'll make you famous. You will be a blessing. And I'll bless those who bless you. And those who curse you, I will curse. And all the families of the earth will be blessed through you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. What we need in our lives is a blessing. A blessing neutralizes curses in our lives. Are you here with me? And that is why our prophet that we are honoring today has been so gracious to write a book called Labor to be Blessed. Amen. Labor to be blessed. Amen. When you are blessed, it turns things around. Now, let's look at a few things here. You know... As for curses, they abound in the world. Amen. Curses are around. Now, when you see somebody under a curse, and listen to me carefully. You see, when you see somebody under the, a curse, you are actually looking at a person who doesn't have blessings to neutralize curses. Amen. Well, the whole world is under one curse or the other. Are you here with me? All right. So when you see somebody who is like, a, no, this one, it is a curse. You can see that this person doesn't have any blessing to help him or to push him forward. Are you here with me? Let me give you an example. When um, God created the earth in uh, Genesis chapter 3, you will notice that almost immediately a curse was introduced into the world. But you notice that when we read about Abraham, we don't read about his struggles. Have you noticed? When we say, we talk Abraham, we have a song, Abraham's blessings are mine. Abraham's, do we have a song like that? Yes, we have a song like that. So, we don't talk about Abraham's sufferings. We don't talk about how Abraham was suffering under a curse. Do we talk about such things? No. No. Even, even though he was, he didn't have a child for a long time, even that is like, oh, he's so blessed that even though he was barren, he gave birth eventually. Do you understand what I'm saying? So we, we don't relate Abraham with curses. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? We don't, we don't relate. I mean, when we say Abraham, the next thing we talk about is blessing. The moment we mention Abraham, the next thing is what? Blessing. So, you see that even though generally God had cursed man, he had cursed the world or whatever, you notice that the one that he blessed, the one that he blessed, some way, somehow, we don't even think of curses in relation to that person. Are you here with me? And that should be the first sign to you that when you are under a blessing, when you are under a blessing, it even is more powerful than any curse that may be operating around you. Because 
Abraham was still living in a world where there were curses that were in operation. The only difference was that in the midst of the curses, he was blessed. So in the midst of curses, may you be blessed in the name of Jesus. You know, where I live, there is a, you, you, you sort of go up a hill to where I stay. And one day, I was taking a walk. All right. Because, you know, when, when, as for kids, they are everywhere. You get it. So as I was going up this hill, what you need to go up is strength. Hallelujah. So for the purpose of what I'm talking about, strength is what? Blessing. So as I was going up the mountain, I could see that I was blessed. Because without blessing, you can't go up the mountain. Amen. Yes. You see. But then, as I was going up the mountain, or the hill, then I noticed that two boys were talking, then, ah, at first they were behind me. Before I realized they were very close to me. The next moment they were ahead of me. And we were all going, but then I noticed that they have now gone further away. Then I said, oh, let me hold on and then rest my feet a bit. And then you realize that, no, these guys, they are carrying more blessing than I'm carrying because even though we are all overcoming the mountain, it looks like they are overcoming the mountain faster than me. That's what a blessing does for you. So we will all have to climb the mountain. As for the mountain is there. But the thing is that some, when they are climbing the mountain, they have a blessing. Others do not. And if you don't have a blessing at all, you'll be at the foot of the mountain. If you have some blessing, you'll be climbing. If you have more blessing, you'll be climbing even faster. How many understand what I'm talking about? Amen. And that's why I was saying that. When you see that, no, when you can look at a person and by the time you finish analyzing the situation, your only challenge, this one is a curse. It means that this person is living absent of blessings. And that is why it's only, I mean, the only explanation is that this is a curse. Are you here with me? However, if there are some blessings, like Abraham, you will notice that maybe the curse may be operating, but the blessing is far stronger. And the blessing makes it look as though there is no curse. Are you here with me? That is why you and I, we need a blessing. That is why you and I, we need what? A serious blessing. Are you here with me? And that is why you and I, we must what? Labor to be blessed. Because a blessing is never seen. You see, maybe as you are listening to me, you may even be thinking in your head that no, how in case, we all know cases. Look. If somebody puts something here, I'll not pass there. Oh, this preacher, you see, you may be thinking like that, but I can tell you free of charge that a blessing is stronger than a curse. Somebody clap for Jesus. So we are taking a journey where you and I, we are going to be very blessed people. Are you here? with me. And that's why the Bible said the blessing of the Lord in Makeup Rich uh, God told uh, Abraham that in blessing I will bless you. In blessing I will what? Yeah. He said, I will bless you. I will really bless you. You see, sometimes when God just wants to reward you he will send you a blessing. Hallelujah. Now when we say blessing, don't think about money. You see, a blessing is a supernatural thing that changes your life in many ways, including money. Are you here with me? A blessing is what? Something that changes your life in many ways, including money. It could be marriage. It could be business. It could be your prayer life. It could be Bibles. It could be, it could be a number of things. But the, 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 the thing that makes those things happen is because there is what? A blessing. Hallelujah. 
And that is why when Jacob was praying, he said, Lord, I will not let you go till you what? You bless me. Hallelujah. Everybody here, may you be blessed in the name of Jesus. Now, Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, made an observation that we must consider deeply. He wondered why people were working endlessly, working endlessly. He wondered if people asked themselves why they were so bent on fighting, laboring, suffering, working, and sweating in this world. Perhaps these are some of the questions that wisdom is asking you today. Question number one. What are you why or what are you in school for? Amen. Now, I'm not saying don't go to school. No. That's not what I'm saying. I, I've been to school myself. I've been to university. I encourage everybody to go to university. Do masters if you can. Do doctorate if you can. Why not? Hallelujah. It's a good thing. Probably a blessing. However, what are you in school for? In the first service, I was telling them about somebody. I said, I called someone. I said, hello, how are you? I'm fine. Okay. So, I called the other time, but I think you were busy in the office, so you didn't pick me. I said, oh, I don't have a job. And I was wondering. So, I asked the person, can you do what? Send me your CV. I'll see what to do. But then, I, then when I cast my mind back, I noticed that this person is being to crash, is being to kindergarten, is being to primary school. Some even between kindergarten and they do preschool. Then he's been to primary school, he's been to secondary school, he's been to university and has a degree. Then this person has a master's. I even think the person has a doctorate, but he does not have a job. And then you ask, so all this schooling, what is it for? Are you understanding what I'm saying? As you are laboring and laboring, what is it for? Eh? Eh, what? Degree in this, master's in that, doctorate in that. What, what is it really for? And sometimes you should ask yourself, what is it for? Hallelujah. Because one would have thought that, for example, after having a doctorate, you may think that the doctorate should be the richest person. But it's not necessarily so. You may think that somebody who has been to university should have more money than somebody who has not been to university. But it's not necessarily so. You discover that somebody that is blessed can easily overtake somebody who has gone to school or whatever by simply having what? A blessing. Are you there with me? The next one, what are you working for? What are you working for? You've been at the job for five years, going and coming, going and coming, year after year, going and coming. Now, when you sit down, you think, so what at all am I working for? Because after five years of working, you still don't have anything, you can't buy a car, you can't do anything, but you're just working and working and working and working. Then you wonder, what is the work for? Are these questions we ask ourselves? Are these questions we ask ourselves? Uh, these people, I think, are too far away. Ushers, can you help them come closer? Amen. Then what are you struggling for? What are you sweating for? And then what are you struggling about? Or what are you struggling for? Amen. Are you here with me? Yes, all of you there. Where I'm pointing this, there at the back, all of you come. Yeah. Come close. Are you there with me? Yeah. Hey. Fix the country. How many have heard that one? Joe boy, hey, fix the country. Eh? Joe boy, hey, fix the country. And then, you know, this and that. You see? 
Uh, let me preach to you. Let me tell you something. We are, we are Ghanaians, primarily, before we go into whether you are on the left or on the right. Amen. But I just want to tell you, I'm just showing you that what will make a difference is not which party is in power. What, what makes a difference is when you have a blessing. Okay? The next thing I want to tell you is this. You know, whichever party is in power, the value is almost the same. Amen. And I'm going to explain to you what you have been fighting about. Because the people who are saying fix the country, their problem started way before the country got spot, if the country is spot. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, when Petro was four cities, if you like, how many were taking Trotro? Almost everybody, isn't it? All right. How many are still taking Trotro now? Give me a wave. Almost everybody. Okay. How many were driving when petrol was four cities? Maybe you were driving in your car. Okay, a few hands are up. The rest of you, may the Lord bless you with cars. Please, when petrol increased to 11 cities, are you still driving? They are all still driving. Amen. So, the point I'm making to you is that you are saying they should fix the country. But it's not like you had a car when the country was good. And now that the country is not so good, you've had to park your car. That's not what it is. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> but the thing is that you need to be blessed. That is what it really is. Uh-huh. And before you say that uh, it's because it belongs to this particular party on the right, that's why he's saying that. Eh, let me tell you, when the other party was there, this one said fix the can, this one, the other one said kumi preko. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, depending on which one is in power, then we have the slogan we use. If it is this one, it's fix the can. If it's that one, it's kumi You see, there, there will always be something like that. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But you realize that Throughout the years, even before democracy came, you will notice that how your life is, that is how it has been. But it's just that you are looking for somebody to blame. You see, you are looking for somebody to blame. But don't blame anybody. Rather, ask for a blessing. Ask for a blessing. Instead of politicizing, insulting authorities, Blaming this, blaming that. We are not saying it's not a problem. It is a problem. But today I'm talking about laboring to be blessed. So when you look at it critically, you realize that whether this one was there or that one wasn't there, whether prices went up, prices came down. I've noticed that my life is a certain way. Are you here with me? Amen. Are you here with me? Because no matter the government that has been in power, how your life has been, that is how it has been. So it's not fix the country, neither is it kumi preko, but it's a blessing that you need. Hallelujah. I hope you are learning something today. 
Pray for a blessing. I said pray for a blessing. Pray for a blessing. Stop blaming people. Stop insulting people. Stop insulting authorities. It's not, that is not a blessing. When you pick your phone and then you call a radio station, then you insult people in authority. It's not a blessing. Yes. When you pick up your phone, because this one says I'm party A or party B, and it's politics, so you are speaking, it's my constitutional right to speak my mind. It is true. It is your constitutional right to speak your mind. But it's not your constitutional right to insult people in authority. Speak your mind. But don't insult authority. If your father makes a mistake, will you insult him? Will you not say, oh, he's my daddy. I mean, he made a maybe actually this one is my daddy or something. Yeah. Speak your mind, but don't insult. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Ah, we are all trying to fix the country. We are fixing the country through introducing blessings. We're not insulting anybody. Are you here with me? What other question can you ask yourself? What are you building for? What are you traveling for? What are you migrating for? You see, sometimes you may, I, I, I heard a story about somebody is trying to go abroad many years ago. You get small money, you go and pay. Then the abroad will not work. And he believes that except he goes to abroad, he cannot prosper. So he's struggling and seven years have passed. He's still struggling to go abroad. All the money he gets, he uses it to pay for going abroad. And the abroad is not happening. What are you struggling for? I said, what are you struggling for? <laughs> Amen. Hey. What are you sacrificing for? In the first service, I was telling them about somebody called air service. You see, when I was growing up, we didn't have mobile phones at all. There was nothing like mobile phone in Ghana. If you want to send text message, you send telegram. In those days, telegram, you pay per word. So if you send a message, what message? If I want to say, sister, what's your name? Monica. Maybe, where do you stay? Peki. Pay. Penny. Where is that? In Teshi. Okay. So if I was in Cape Coast and I need money now and I send you, Monica, a telegram, I have to write, uh, Monica, send 300 CDs now. How many words is that? Four words. I will pay for each word. So each word is 10 CDs. So if I say, somebody come for me, hello, Monica. Are you counting? Hello, Monica. How are you? I hope all is well. Please send me 300 CDs because grandma is in hospital and we have to pay a bill. Full stop. How many words? How many words? 15 words. 27 words. And each word is 10 CDs. So, how much is that? So, you are asking Monica for 300 CDs. And to send her the message, you are paying 270 CDs. That is how we used to send Telegram. In the, yes. Pastor Ernest. <laughs> ah, the way you are shaking your head, so... For protocol reasons, I will not explain what it means. Are you here with me? That's how we used to send telegram. Yeah. Well, there, was, there was no text. You can't send text message. You can't, like today, WhatsApp. You WhatsApp back and forth. No. If you try that in our day, that's 270 Ghana cities. To, to send for 300, you might as well pay the bill and not send any message. So like that one, 
The address is to Monica. Then when you open the telegram, send 300, so now then 20 CDs. <laughs> Amen. So, one way of looking at the country is that, oh, even if things are tight, by the grace of God, we are blessed. It's a way of looking at it. Do you get it? Because if I wanted to send text message those days, uh, 20 CDs. When you buy data, 20 CDs, how much can the data do? It can do a lot of things. You can send WhatsApp for one week. Yeah, and do all that. Upload pictures, do things. Amen. Say, we are blessed. So, there was this guy called, the, the whole point of it, there was a guy called Air Service. This Air Service. So I'm trying to explain to you why we had those things. In those days, we have what we call air mail. So that one, a plane will take your letter quickly. Then the normal mail, it will go by sea. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. So we had this brother who used to run 100 meters. And he was called what? Air service. So he'll be training. Whilst we are in school learning, he'll be training. So he's sacrificing for 100 meters. You see, then the other people will be in the classroom sacrificing for economics, English, mathematics, and those things. Are you here with me? Now, after we finished school, I was wondering that one day when I'm watching the news, and then they say sports, I would find somebody called air service in the sports. But I never, ever, ever heard of air service again whether in sports or anywhere of that nature. Hallelujah. So what is the sacrificing really for? Are you here with me? Are you thinking about it? Ask your neighbor. Neighbor, are you thinking about what he's saying? What are you laboring for day and night? Eh? I have some people, when I see them this Sunday, Next Sunday, I'll not see them because this Sunday, they are night shifts. The next Sunday, they are morning shifts. And there are even some of us, Monday, day and night, we are working. Tuesday up to Saturday, every time going and coming, and then you are wondering what the whole thing is about. Suffering. What are you fighting for? What are you suffering for? What are you dying for? Amen. Amen. These are also questions that come into my mind whenever I see people struggling, hustling, working, and suffering in a dark and difficult world. Are you there with me? I met a businessman who was working so hard. He had achieved so many things in, his, in this life. He had a car. He had houses. He had money. And he had more contracts than he could handle. I was wondering, what is he trying to achieve? Are you there with me? What is in his mind as he continued to struggle, sweat, and suffer? To what purpose are all these efforts? So I asked this businessman, why is he working so hard? He said he just wanted more and more of the same things. He wanted to be richer than he was. He was wealthier than most people I knew. Yet he wanted more and more and more. Somebody say more. more. And, more. and more. And more. And more. And more. Hey, Bishop, but if we don't get more, you see, I'm not, God is not against you being rich. You see, that's why I started by quoting to you a scripture in Proverbs that says that the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. Now, you, you even discover that after God blessed Abraham, the Bible says that, and Abraham was rich in silver and in gold and in cattle and camels and such things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So, what we are saying is that when you labor for a blessing, 
the blessing will bring a whole lot of other things into your life. Hallelujah. So actually, the game changer you need in your life is what? A blessing. That's all we are trying to tell you. So we are not against work. Somebody told me, sure you are against honest work. We are not against honest work. Amen. But there's something that when you do, it activates a blessing. And that blessing makes your life different. Are you there with me? Somebody clap for Jesus. How many have had dreams about the future before? What I mean is, you have a fantastic dream about the future. How many, you, you are there when you are thinking ahead, then one day, me alone, I'll have 150 houses. Then I'll have 1,500 articulators. Then I'll have, how many have such dreams? Yes. Even before you got born again, say, I'll have three wives. This one has seven, I'll have seven children with my first wife. The second wife will have five children. And then the third wife, I'll have four children. So that when we put it together, then it becomes what, 16 children with my three wives. And then you go born again, you realize that, oh, Asumwa, I can have only one wife. Or one husband. People have had dreams, though. I'll build my house. My house will have 10, uh, what, 10 rooms. Me alone, me alone, I'll have three master bedrooms in the house. How many have had dreams like that? Yeah. But I have a question for you. I, I'm sure now you can understand the questions I was asking you earlier on. Uh, let, you've told me your dreams. Let me tell you mine. Do you know what my dream was? When I was growing up, I said, how many want to know? Okay, you don't want to know. Okay, let me continue my preach. You want to know? Okay, so when I was growing up, you see, I used to think that when you say graduate, it means that you have a degree in everything. So when you say graduate, it means that you are a doctor, you are a lawyer, you are an engineer, you, are, you have a degree in finance, you are uh, what? A chemical engineer, oil. I thought that every possible degree there is is all put together in one word graduate. So I said, I'll be a graduate, which means that I'll be a doctor. You see, I'll be a brain doctor, heart doctor, gynecologist. I'll be all those. Then I'll be civil engineer, mechanical engineer, uh, computer engineer. Then I'll be a lawyer. I'll be a bank. I'll be everything. That is what I thought. So my dream was to become what? Graduate. <laughs> Amen. So when I started going to school, when I was going further, then I said, hmm, this graduate thing, <laughs> it's not like how I thought. When I got one degree, I said, you know something? One is enough. It's okay. <laughs> so then we left all the others. Another dream I had, me and my wife and six children. Amen. Uh, we are talking about what are you laboring for? What are you working for? What are you suffering for? Now, as I was growing, then I noticed that, Charlie, the way things are, maybe there's six, let's drop it to four. And then, as life went further, then I said, Charlie, it's okay. Three is enough. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Are you there with me? Yeah. So we all have had fantastic dreams. And you see, if God doesn't deliver you, I said, if God doesn't deliver you, you'll be sweating all your life to accomplish useless dreams. Are you understanding what I'm saying? If God doesn't help you, one S-class you want to drive, you become an arm robber, you are doing 419, you are because your dream is that I'll drive S-class and it has eaten you up and you see, you are sacrificing 
you are about to be shot by police because you want to drive an S-Class. Hey, what are you suffering for? Bishop, me, my house, there's no money. You see this contractor, I know, I know he's a married man, but he goes to church. He's born again, so, hey! <laughs> Most people do not think about what they are doing. Most men are engaged in a fight for something. Some imaginary goal is set before them, and they labor on mindlessly. You see, after some time, when you sit down, then you, you begin, me at all, what, 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 all this school that I went, what is it for? Now, if you have 10 cars, it's nice. Please, how many are you going to drive? You can only drive one at a time. If I give you one week, will you drive all the 10 cars? Fuel is not a problem. They don't have fuel. Fuel is not a problem. Again, how many toilets can you sit on? How many toilets can you sit on? How many jacuzzis can you bath in? Do you see? Again, so as you are laboring, my house should have 72 toilets made of, made of silver. With the, the flash handle has diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> is it not amazing to you that there is a scripture that states that we should not labor to be rich in other words laboring for riches is not a wise thing to do if you want if you if we are not laboring to be rich then what are we laboring for is there any other goal or purpose that we can give ourselves to is there any other good reason for working, struggling, suffering, sweating, and laboring night and day? Is there any other good reason for all the jobs we take up and all the sacrifices we make at work every day? Yes, there can be a good reason for all the work. If you fight a good fight. Paul said that I, what, I fought a good fight. Then he told Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, everything we are doing has to be put into the right context. Otherwise, it all leads to the bush. Are you, are you understanding what I'm saying? Everything will lead to the bush. Are you here with me? So, I want us to go on a journey where you will learn how to labor to be blessed. How many want to labor to be blessed? Well, it's a blessing that will change your life. It's a blessing that will make things different. It's a blessing that will turn your life around. Are you here with me? And without a blessing, curses rather will have the upper hand. When you are blessed, a blessing will suppress a curse. And people will see you as what? A blessed person. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Amen. Yeah. That's what a blessing will do for you. You check your life and see what you've been struggling for. In the years you've been struggling. We had two weddings here. Last week we had a wedding. This week we had two weddings. Next week we'll have another wedding. And the week after we'll have another wedding. Right here on Saturday. Wedding galore. You see. One of the things I noticed. It's not the most beautiful girls that got married. I didn't say they are not beautiful. Please. I said it's not the most beautiful. Amen. All the weddings. We are having. It's not the most beautiful girls that are getting married. But I think that the girls who are getting married, they are blessed. 
That's what I'll say. A blessing. Because one would have thought that, oh, if you are pretty, by all means, a man will notice you. If you are pretty, a man would want to marry you. And then all, isn't it? Or maybe if, if you have the right shape. Somebody, do you understand what I'm saying? But I've come to see that some of the people who are getting married, eh, you see, you can't talk about the shape. Amen. You see, sometimes we know them. I don't know what they do to the dress, but you can see that <laughs> something has been done to the dress. Uh -huh. Do you get it? But before they came to stand here to be married, you see, the brothers saw them the way they are, and they still chose them. Okay, so for the purposes of the ceremony, you see, sometimes we tighten here and we do this and that, and then just for the purposes of whatever. But you, you, you see that what is really working is a blessing. Yeah, that is what is working. One day, a certain lady was getting married. And I know the lady in a, on a normal day. Do you understand what I'm saying? So then, I happened to be at the engagement. So when I saw the they said that the bride is coming. So then I was wondering, ah, where is the bride? I said, oh, it's coming. So I saw a group, a group of people, they were dancing and they were coming. So I said, so where is the bride? Ah, but that is the bride. I said, where? Is that one. I said, hey. So, <laughs> you see, because I couldn't tell who is the bride. No, just, just I think either this year or just, yeah, early this year or one of these weddings like that. So, Later on, it's like, okay, this is the price. So, I had to convince myself that this is the person. But the person I knew was different from what I was seeing. Uh -huh. Not only that, but then I also noticed that the, the lady mysteriously looks a little smaller than the one I knew. So, then I noticed that, you see, like the girl had become... It's like, why are tight, Kakura? So, so when I looked at it, I said, I said Sister, can you breathe? That, that's the question I asked. Can you breathe? He said, Oh, yes, I can breathe. I said, Okay. <laughs> if you can breathe. Because I, I noticed that the, the chest had been tightened by the. So I thought he couldn't breathe. Hey, it's not easy. Hallelujah. But you see, when you are blessed, you are chosen. Amen. A blessing causes you to be chosen. Are you there with me? So I'm just trying to whet your appetite to receive or to start laboring to be what? Blessed. Because you and I, a blessing is going to change our lives. Let me give you two examples and I'll close. I remember one day we were in a meeting. I think we were in church like this. And then people were coming to give offering. I said that, believe God for financial miracles. Okay. Then I also said things like, you just give God is going to bless you, receive financial blessings and things like that. So one lady, she had a small amount left. Out of the small money, he decided to give 20 CDs as offering. And 20 CDs for some of us is a lot of money. You understand what I'm saying? So if you, your money is left with small, and out of the small that is left, so it's less than 50 CDs is left, and you are taking out 20 CDs to give an offering. So when he was giving the offering, he was, as he was taking out the he was thinking, this thing, should I give it? Then I think she heard me say something about financial or something. I've forgotten what I said. So she gave the offering. On her way home, before she got home, pew, notification. And she gave 20 CDs. But she got hundreds of CDs. Yes. 
hundreds, hundreds of cities came to the person's home. You see, when I was in that meeting, about four people all stood up and started to share. This one, you said, miracle this. I got my miracle money. Pastor, you are one of them. Yeah. They all received miracle money, this, 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 that, that. You see, and it's not like it's magic. No. It's just a blessing that is working. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And my prayer for you is that may you also walk in such blessings. In the name of Jesus. The next, the last thing I want to say to you is this. Abraham, he did something for God to say, I will bless you. That is the part many of us don't like. The part where you need to do something before the blessing comes. A few days ago, I was walking at um, one of these malls. When I when I got into the mall, then somebody met me. Hello, sir. We have a gift for you. I said, what gift? Oh, you just open it. When you open it, there's a gift inside. I said, okay. So I took it and then I continued. So when I opened it, then it had a message. Go to, go to the people who gave it to you. They will give you a gift. So I said, okay, let me go and find out what they have for me. When I got there, they said, okay, hello. There's, we have restaurants. If you take this coupon, you'll get this 50% uh, discount. When you go here, you'll get this one free. When you do this, you'll get this one free. When you, hey, plenty things free. Then I said, oh, really? Okay, but you see, as he was mentioning, if you go here, it's free. Then I said, in my head, I said, I'm not interested. Uh, when you go here, you eat this one free. In my head, I'm not interested. And he kept talking, talking various things. that. I, how many would like the coupon I'm talking about? Then, he says, so, to activate this free, 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 you have to pay 150 Ghana CDs <laughs> here and now. And I said, oh, <laughs> if, if you say it's a gift, why do I have to pay? <laughs> and the truth is, I'm not even interested anyway, so, like, I'm not, I'm not even going to pay. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. But that is the thing. The moment you have to do something, if it is free, fine. But Abraham did something. You see that? We said, what are you sacrificing for? What are you sacrificing for? As for sacrifice, you will sacrifice for something. But what is it for? What is it for? Amen. So you realize that Abraham sacrificed his son unto the Lord or was about to sacrifice his son unto the Lord. And that is why God said, because you have done this thing in blessing, I will bless you. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So Abraham did something. He, he was sacrificing to God. And God's response to the sacrifice that Abraham was making to him was that I will bless you. And that is why the book is called what? Labor to be blessed. It's not sit down to be blessed. It is what? Labor to be blessed. Amen. I will bless you. What about Jacob? Jacob was wrestling with God throughout the night. Some people want to say hey, he was praying all night. Was, the Bible says he was wrestling with God. Wrestling is wrestling. Amen. And he said, Lord, I will not let you go till you bless me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You see, sometimes... When, when, when I want to give you some kind of advice, when you are praying and the presence of God comes, don't be in a hurry for the presence of God to go. Because Jacob said, I will not let you go till you bless me. So he recognized that God is here. 
But before God can leave, something must happen to me. You see, those of you who are in a, when you come for a prayer meeting, you are in a hurry. When you come to church, you are in a hurry. You see, and those kind of things. That was not Jacob. He was waiting for the blessing before God can go. If you don't bless me, it's not time for you to go. Oh, yes. Am I talking to somebody here? I want to tell you that if you don't have time, you can't serve God. You can't serve, you can't serve God if you, if you can't serve God. Amen. That's why we have a service, we close. Uh, when you come, no, we close and then we are gone. You understand what I'm saying? But if you really want to be blessed by God, you must also be prepared to spend time with God. You see our married couples here. Look at them. They are all looking beautiful. Yes. Siki, I don't know why you are close, sitting closer to somebody's wife. I think your wife is this. Amen. Wow. So, you notice that these brothers, eh, they all like, anyway, anyway. <laughs> so, if you look at these brothers, it's the girls they've been spending time with that they have married. They are blessed by the girls they've spent time with. You understand what I'm saying? Now, when you spend time, what we should gather from Jacob is this. You can labor in spending time with God so that you can be blessed. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So, on one hand, you labor through your sacrifice to be blessed. Then you labor by being in the presence of God also to be blessed. Amen. So this thing where you are singing, have you noticed you've been singing Abraham's blessings are mine? Monica, for a long time, you are still where you are because your sacrifice, really, you've not sacrificed much to the Lord. Neither have you waited much on the Lord. But those who waited on the Lord and sacrificed to the Lord, God's answer to them was what? A blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. So well, ladies and gentlemen, that's what time will permit us today. And so we are going to go through this book and we are going to labor to be blessed. It means we need to do something towards God to be blessed. Hallelujah. So far, we've been laboring towards our job to be blessed. We've been laboring towards our business to be blessed and all that. Amen. Where you labor towards is where your reward will come from. But I'm teaching about laboring in the Lord so that the Lord blesses you. Amen. I saw something beautiful happen at the First Love Church. They went on outreach. Apparently, the whole outreach is that if I win souls for God, God will bless me. If I win souls, yeah, first love church, just here. If I win souls for the Lord, God will bless me. How many want to know how many souls they won? Monica, over 5,000. Over 5,000 souls. Yes. Why? If if I labor for the Lord, brother, give your life to Christ, follow me. Brother, give your life to Christ, follow me. Sister, give your life to Christ, follow me. Sister, give your life to Christ, follow me. Sister, give your life to Christ, follow me. You, you see, what am I doing? I'm laboring in a, all of you, follow me quickly, quickly, don't waste my time. You see, you see, what am I doing? I'm laboring in the Lord. And what the first love church says that, I am laboring to be blessed. So Lord, as I've won all these souls that are following me, bless me. Yes. And they won over 5,000 of them. Amen. If you see them dedicating their cars, don't be annoyed. If you see them building their houses, don't be annoyed. They have labored to be blessed. Stand to your feet. 
You may go back to yours. You want to pray a short prayer? You want to pray to God that, Lord, I've heard your word, and I want you to bless me. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Get ready for your miracle. Oh God, I pray that you give your children miracles. Lord, I pray for financial miracles to happen right now. In the name of Jesus, give your children financial breakthroughs. Father Lord, let an angel touch that boy in the hospital who got knocked by a car. Touch that boy right now in the name of Jesus. If you are here and you are sick and you can come forward, just come quickly. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. It was great having you and we believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages regularly. God richly bless you.